the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow for more. Ringing liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Severe weather that turned deadly overnight, sweeping across the South, killing at least 19 people, damaging hundreds of homes from Louisiana into the Appalachian Mountains. 11 people killed in Mississippi, six more died in northwest Georgia. Two other bodies pulled from damaged homes in Arkansas and South Carolina. The storms blew onward throughout the night, causing flooding and mudslides in mountainous areas and knocking out electricity for about 750,000 customers in a 10-state swath ranging from Texas to Georgia up to West Virginia. Although the number of coronavirus deaths in New York State continues to rise, Governor Andrew Cuomo says there are some hopeful signs now. We deserve some good news, Lord knows. Change in total number of hospitalizations is uh, down again. There have been more than 700 coronavirus deaths a day in New York for six consecutive days now. The U.S. top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says the economy and parts of the country will have a rolling re-entry as early as next month, provided health authorities can quickly identify and isolate people who will inevitably be infected with the coronavirus. Also at townhall.com, hundreds of companies have withdrawn all financial projections for the year, given the unprecedented disruption to the economy. Some details of the extent of the damage are beginning to surface. For example, Ford Motor Company expects to post a $600 million first quarter pre-tax loss. It says it has enough cash to get through the end of September, even if vehicle production does not resume. Ford is considering a phased restart of its factories sometime in the second quarter with enhanced safety standards. Rich Thomason reporting. Not on Wall Street. Stocks are lower. The Dow is off 474 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. I'm Lee Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. And you can hear that liberty and truth wherever you happen to be. Download the Freedom 1570 mobile app for your phone. You can listen to us on all the smart speakers if you're at home. We're also on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. For today, uh, partly cloudy, breezy, high only around 40. Coming up next, it's Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black here on Freedom 1570. Mark Levin sees nothing but bias from D.C. They're in a bubble up there in Washington. They really are. And the Kennedy Center gets money. The administration's happy. Congress is happy. Are you kidding me? There's a lot of museums. There's a lot of performance art places that aren't getting a damn penny. Why the Kennedy Center? Why? Because senators and congressmen like to go there. It's Washington, D.C. They're treated, you know, specially. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. 
In this latest ad for Early Bird Electric, we're going to discuss phones. Why would we want to talk about phones for an ad for Early Bird Electric? It's because the phones at Early Bird lack a certain feature. They don't have a hold button. When you call 612 The Bird, Early Bird Electric guarantees you won't be placed on hold because they can't. No button, no hold. Early Bird Electric feels the customer is the most important aspect of their business, so no hold. No way. Call 612 The Bird. First time customers receive a free service call with repair or call 612 The Bird. It pays to be kind when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day, for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives. Go to Freedom1570.com and click on the Kindness Challenge to enter. Then check in daily to see how you can be rewarded for simple acts of kindness. Keep on loving. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about system update. System update. Uh, And again, I want to commend you on your intelligence. Man, are you a sharp, sharp person. You know why I know how smart you are? Because you understand the value of your time. You understand that time, once it's spent, can never be recouped ever again. And you're choosing on this self-quarantine. You're, you're choosing on this time of pulling back, uh, of being sheltering in, in place, if you will, to grow yourself, to, to be better. Matter of fact, I saw an article that said three out of five people are using this time of uh, self-restriction, if you will, uh, to better themselves. Right on. So what better way than to work on the one organ that you have that never has to deteriorate? It has unlimited plasticity. No, it's not what you might be thinking or hoping. It is your brain. Our brain has unlimited plasticity, uh, and it can stay young and growing and expanding uh, until the day you take your last breath, if you choose. And so we're going to be talking about systems update. And yesterday, I did a program called Systems Check, where where I introduced the concept of systems. And I got to agree, uh, I I attempt sometimes to put way too much uh, in a nut called a radio show. Uh, You know, there's about 52 minutes or whatever it is, 50 minutes roughly. uh, And I know I attempt to squeeze too much. And as I reminded people yesterday, I've been told over the last 30 years of teaching that uh, some people feel like learning from me is like taking a drink out of a fire hose. Uh, It's a lot of pressure, a lot of force coming all at you at one time. And so let me remind you what a system is. A system is a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. Uh, Synonyms of of that would be like structure, organization, uh, order, arrangement. A second definition uh, is called a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized framework or method, right? Uh, That would be synonymous with methodology, technique, process. You know, in in our businesses, in our homes, we have things called SOPs, right? You all know it's not SOP I'm talking about. We're talking about standard operating procedures, right? Uh, Rules of the household or SOP, standard operating procedures, in corporations, there are SOPs, and when I work with corporations, I ask them, um, why is it called SOB, uh, SOP, <laughs> SOP, why is it called SOP? You know what answer I usually get is because that's the way we've always done it before. That's not the right answer for why, when someone asks you, why is it SOP, the only true and acceptable answer for why something is SOP is because it works, Right? Now, there's also uh, two other definitions, an assemblage or combination of things or parts forming a complex whole, an assemblage or parts concerned with the same function. And so today, I want to break down these 
what I call sets within a system. And so I want to remind you, yesterday we discussed the Earth. The Earth, planet Earth, is a system, right? And, and most would agree, not all, because very few agree on everything anymore, but most would agree that the Earth is a closed system. And like any system, the processes operating on Earth interact with one another. So changes in one process, like a volcanic activity, result in changes in another, like atmospheric composition. And remember, I, I said that there's basically three types of systems. This is my quick research I did. There's an isolated system where no matter, no matter or energy enters or leaves. There's a closed system where energy enters and leaves, but material does not. And then there's an open system, both energy and matter enter and leave. So we discussed yesterday the Earth is a closed system. Why? Because energy from sunlight enters and no matter enters or leaves except maybe for a rare meteorite, right? And then Earth is a closed system. Why? Because material flows between reservoirs or sinks along pathways and fluxes. So you got that. So any change in one piece of the system changes the whole system. Now, our human experience is an open system. Now, we talk about this all the time. We have five portals of entry, uh, and we expel stuff all the time. We expel our words. We expel waste. Uh, we expel waste in, uh, in, uh, you know, in fluid and in hard forms. We, we, our words can be harsh, or they can be light. They can build people up, or they can break people down, Right? A system that needs input is an open system. That's why the human experience is an open system. A system with no inputs is called a closed system. One with inputs is an open system. And since human beings need uh, energy, water, minerals, etc., inputs uh, and interaction, a human body is an open system. And so today, what we're going to do is show you a, a deeper structure of this because Within those systems or sets, I'm going to now change the word from system to set, there are subsets. I'm a very logical person. That's why I teach emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, if you think about uh, the process of thinking, it is a set. If you write a big circle and put on the outside thinking, inside of that, that big set called thinking, the system, there would be two subsets, two subsystems. One would be called intuition, and one would be called intelligence. One would be called logic, and one would be called reason. Now, a lot of people think that there's only one. It's only logic, and the intuition or the heart is silly. Well, that's not true at all. If you study emotional intelligence, uh, you'll find out that a fourth-grade child's EQ, emotional quotient, their emotional intelligence, is a better barometer for their success than their IQ is. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, have you studied people in prison? Have you been to a prison? I'm, I, I, I go and I'm a chaplain. I'm a licensed chaplain. I go into prisons and talk to people. There's a lot of pretty smart people in jail. A lot of really smart people in jail. And so today we're going to talk about system, and we're going to go all over the world because I have friends and contacts all over the world. Today we're going to go to Ireland. Today we're going to go to uh, India. Today we're going to go to Michigan. You know, I live in Texas, and uh, there's a place called the Potter's House, T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes. Love the Potter's House. And I got to be honest with you, I am white, I'm pale male, uh, and uh, I went to the Potter's House years ago, and I'm never, not a big person on racism, although I think it's blown up, I think it's overplayed, I think if everybody, if everything's racist, then nothing's racist. And for the first time, I, mean, I went to a church, it's a black church, uh, I was, my wife and I, and there's probably well, the only white people in there, for the first time ever, I actually felt what it felt like to be different. Not that I was treated poorly, not matter of fact, I was treated incredibly well. Uh, but it was very stood out that I was different than everybody else in there. It gave me a lot of empathy, a lot of empathy. And so, T, you know, a lot of people can't go to church anymore. And so T.D. Jakes says, hey, although you can't come to our house, we're going to come to your house. And today, we're going to take you that's still in your house and take you all over this world. But I, I want to share with you a word for today. It's not the word of the day, but it's a word for today. It's called philosophic, philosophic. And it means causing or tending to cause happiness. Ladies and gentlemen, our system's whacked, right? All of our systems are whacked out. Our school system, our work system, it's all whacked out. And I'm going to tell you right now, we need a little bit of humor. And so let's, let's welcome Ellen Jarvis. One thing that I've learned from being in quarantine is that people uh, 
this this is like being in jail is what it is. It's uh, mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay. <laughs> the jokes that I have. Ouch. Now, the reason I bring that up is because we kind of laugh a little bit. But, oh, my gosh, what that did to the Twitter system, what that did to the liberal system, what that did to the whole New Age world system about, uh, about you know, propping up certain groups of people is better than everybody else. Boy, that she they chastised her. So, you know, sometimes we got to bring a little levity into the system, especially when the system's strained like it is now. So today I Like It Matters Radio, we're going to have a systems update and we're going to travel the world. Join us back in three minutes. One thing that I've learned from being in quarantine is that people, uh, this, this is like being in jail is what it is. It's uh, mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay. <laughs> the jokes that I have. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 25th through the 27th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Pick it up or take it out. RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're going deep. You got to put your thinking cap on. You got to put your noodle cap, whatever you want to call it on. This is probably one of those shows that you want to go back to and listen to because I got to lay down a case like a prosecutor and then get some people in here talking, support that case. So uh, we're going heavy today. So uh, pay attention, uh, put your headset on and uh, strap on. Let's go. So we've been talking about this thing called systems 
uh, and subsets, sets and subsets. So let me, I'm, I'm a mathematician by trade. I love math. Uh, math has always been easy to me, and I'm a logical thinker. Even though I'm a very emotive guy, I'm a very logical thinker. So I want you to get this concept of sets and subsets. Very important. Like, you know, we have the planet Earth, right? Planet Earth is a system, right? So let's put a circle in there and call it planet Earth. That's a, a system. That's a set. But if you would draw a circle outside of that, which would include planet Earth, you would then call that system the solar system, of which planet Earth is a subset of the solar system. And then outside of that circle, you draw a bigger circle. Uh, again, I don't know uh, science that well in space, but we'd call it the universe, the galaxy, whatever word you'd put there, right? And then so the universe or galaxy would be a bigger set. In that set would be the smaller set called the solar system. In that set would be a smaller system called planet Earth. And so we got to realize that we as people are one system, the human race. But within that system, there are different countries and different people. And by the way, this is what the left does. The left does that separates everybody out. That's, uh, you know, identity politics. You know, uh, Ellen DeGeneres was highly criticized for her joke she made uh, because, boy, you know, uh, homosexuality is the most protective breed of people today. And John and I were talking on the break. You know, she got a lot of, even though she's black, I mean, even though she's gay and a woman, she got a lot of flack for that. And I said to John, boy, if she was only black and a Muslim too, she would, no one would have been able to say anything to her. Because we separate people now, the identity politics separates all these people out, but we are supposed to be one human family. And so a good friend of mine, the guy I do brain mapping with in Mumbai, India, uh, he's going through a lot. And I thought I would bring some attention to that part of the system so you see what people halfway around the world are going to. So let's play that interview with Richard Bienemy from yesterday, please, John. All right. Well, today on Like It Matters Radio, we have a, a special guest. Uh, we're halfway across the world. We're uh, going off to Mumbai, India. A good friend of mine, uh, one of my associates, uh, a gentleman who I rely on a lot for uh, a lot of knowledge. Uh, he's the gentleman that we do our brain mapping through. And so I would like to welcome to Like It Matters Radio from Mumbai, India, Richard. Well, Richard, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me tonight. So you're in Mumbai, India, and what I heard, you are locked in your home. Is that correct? <laughs> Yes, we are locked in the home for the past 12 days now. Today is a certain day. Uh, my major worry is, you know, I always pray God that, you know, I come alive out of this uh, challenge. Because in India, we are barely not aware what's happening. Uh, the reason is uh, most of the people who are sick with coronavirus in, in India, and mainly Maharashtra, the, the state where, I, where we live in, in, in Bombay, part of Maharashtra, the amount of people falling sick is increasing day by day. Today we had almost 623 more people getting sick in hospital. And people recovering is barely 6% of those people who are already sick. Wow. And wow. Uh, it's alarming because uh, we are not doing enough tests. This is a main issue. We are not doing enough tests. Nobody knows how many people are infected and uh, how... What, what, what is the government going to do with that? You know, the lockdown is basically a t government tactic to delay the, the, the spiral up of the entire infection in India, trying to delay it for the time for the, uh, you know, well, uh, healthcare facilities to be able to be ready. Because we were not ready for that amount of, uh, because, you know, the population of India is a lot, and like uh, our billion? healthcare system can't support. What is it, like yes, 2 billion there in billion. India? What's the so population? Population is uh, uh, 1.3 billion. Wow. When did, when did you hear about the it's coronavirus? A lot of when was the, and when was the first time, Richard, that you actually heard about the coronavirus? What, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? How, we heard how long about ago it somewhere, somewhere, We heard about it somewhere in January. We had one okay. person coming from uh, Middle East having that in the state of Kerala, which was the first state uh, receiving that. And what happened here, there were a lot of events in India where, you know, the political leaders were not taking it seriously. Even at that point of time, people were thinking, allowing your president to come to India and Gujarat was not the right thing to do. We need to prepare ourselves. But still, the event happened. Yeah. And uh, but that state is doing very well because they have managed to, one of the 
best state who has been able to get less, more people getting recovered and less deaths. And where where is that other, other states like my state, it is it is Kerala, Kerala, the state of Kerala. Okay, and your what state are you? Well, in? I'm in a different state, a neighboring state, which has the same boat. I'm in Maharashtra. Maharashtra, okay, which is where Mumbai. Maharashtra is a uh, uh, you know has uh, Mumbai is the financial capital of India, so you okay. have a lot of a flow of people coming here, and Mumbai mm. has the highest number of contamination. Mumbai the does? highest number of deaths. Wow. Out of the 1.3 billion people, and how many would you say are poor? I will say here, uh, I will say around 65% uh, are wow. poor. And most of yeah. them, they live in the rural areas. That's the street people. That's when I went to Mumbai, when I did my brain mapping with you guys, I walked the street and saw just so many poor people, streets layered with poor people. Uh, and my heart goes out because all these people live so close and it's dirty, very dirty. Yes, yes. The things are called slums, and yep. the slums are people who do those odd jobs of cleaners, housekeeping, small daily wages, and you know their their salaries they get less than less than two dollars a day as a salary. They, they just 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 below the poverty line. Wow. Surviving is tough. It's tough in a sense here. See, I don't consider myself to be among the poor, but the poor are the yep. ones suffering a lot. When the lockdown yep. came. It was only four hours notice, and wow. people wanted to go back to their village because wow. there are a lot of migration from rural to urban to wow. find job in the big cities. And wow. those people, they lost their jobs, they have nothing, and they have to leave their homes and go. They want to go back to their village, to the rural areas, and they got stuck in the middle. There are almost three to six thousand, six hundred thousand people, six hundred thousand people walking almost. 500 miles, 400 miles to their village on the highway wow. because there was no transport, no train, no air, nothing. So you got a four-hour warning on the lockdown, as that was? They said in four hours we're locking everything down. Yes, there was a trial one, four or five days before for, for a day. And then suddenly the prime minister came and just eight o'clock night said the country is going to lock down. There will be no nothing, nothing, nothing. So he was thinking that people will stay put, but the thing is, yes, there was no real preparation. You know, the, the social uh, needs had to be taken care, uh, the transportation needs had to be taken care, the supplies of food and commodities had to be taken care. Nothing was taken care. Everybody was just taken aback, and there was a panic. That panic created a lot of lot of issues. Still, there are people who are locked between borders of states because all the states are closed the borders. There are people who have left Maharashtra, they are locked uh, on the border between Maharashtra and Gujarat because they have to go to Rajasthan. To go to Rajasthan, they have to enter through Gujarat. Gujarat state does not allow them to enter. They are caught there. Now they have built some places where they can just sit there and wait for the lockdown to be open. And I don't wow. think so. The weight is going up now. The infection is spiring up yep. almost 600, 700 per day. Wow. And wow. Uh, and the death also is, is, is increasing because, you know, our health care cannot cure because only 9% of those who are infected are able to be recovered. 91% are still in hospital and it is increasing wow. day after day. Wow. Yeah, you see, I'm living in a community where we are all responsible. We have decided to lock down the community because it's a gated community. So for the past uh, five days now, nobody goes out, nobody comes in. So among ourselves, we organize what we call here, uh, organize to bring some vegetables, some daily needs. So in the morning, we have two hours. We go down the in, in the committee in a place where we do like social distancing and we start to, we, we buy what we want and on a non-profit, no-loss no basis to help each other in the, in the community. Oh, wow. Even uh, wow. our guards and securities on a, a skeleton basis because we don't want too many people to come because once, you see, the danger is once one person gets the, get the infection in the, in the community, the community is locked down by police. You don't go out, you don't go in, now you're in trouble. Wow. We need to keep people around the world in our prayers. And one thing about my brother Richard is he's also part of the set of people who believe that this world is important, but that he's a Christian and the next world is to come. So let's go ahead and play that last 41 seconds of Richard's interview. Yeah. And I, I want, I want to, uh, what I want to say here is 
You see, when I read all these, I understand one thing here. The coronavirus is a warning from God. We are all, in a way, and goes in our I and myself, my money, my car, my business, my pleasure, my fantasies, my, my, my purchases, everything is mine and we've been abusing our natural resources. You know, our earthly human nature has stopped to understand that nature, God is nature, God decides everything. God has decided to lock the world, to make us introspect what we are doing, to look into ourselves. Go into the holy book, see what we can do to change ourselves. See, here's a man from India giving us good sound advice. That in times of despair, in times of need, uh, is those times that we drop to our knees and seek answers. That we go to a higher power, whatever that is for you. And for Rich and I, it is a relationship with Jesus Christ. So we'll be back in three minutes with a good friend joining us from Michigan on Like It Matters Radio. You know the thing. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Columbia, South Carolina, May 28th through the 30th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. The team at Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains wants you to know that they're open and here to care for our community. As an essential service provider, they will continue to provide plumbing and drain services during these trying times. They've always practiced the highest standards of health and safety, including wearing gloves and shoe covers. They've now added wearing masks, social distancing, and stringent sanitizing to keep your family safe. When you call, they're screening during the scheduling process to provide an extra layer of protection. Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains, providing legendary safe service to our community. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 25th through the 27th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. One thing that I've learned from being in quarantine is that people, uh, this, this is like being in jail is what it is. It's uh, mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone in here is gay. <laughs> the jokes that I have. How dare you? <laughs> Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Boy, if you're a liberal, if you're a, a Trump derangement syndrome person, if you're 
part of that uh, identity politics. Boy, that that joke probably just boil makes you boil, doesn't it? Uh, and yet to the rest of us who don't judge people like that, but we can see differences. And we used to make fun of differences, light of differences. Uh, now all of a sudden everything's we're so uptight and we got to laugh a little bit. You know, that's why I always like to, to expand your thinking a little bit. And we always have words of the day. And, you know, dictionary.com, they uh, talk about a system. Talk about a way. I mean, they're putting the word of the day and it's really specific to what's going on. I mean, Philosophic, you know, uh, causing or lending to cause happiness. We need we need some uh, some people to be more philosophic, right? More funny, more light, because in times of stress, humor lightens things up. And guess what today's word was? Ready for this? I've never heard this. Force majeure. That was dictionary.com. This is the word of their day. Force majeure. And let me tell you what it means. It means an unexpected and disruptive event that may operate to excuse a party from a contract. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm telling you, someone, whoever is at dictionary.com picking out the words of the day, good for you because they're making them, as we, as we like to say, apropos uh, to the environment of the system that we're in. And uh, I am so blessed because, you know, I get to meet people from all walks of life, all income levels. I mean, look how we've traveled. You haven't left your home. And just by turning on AM 1570, Freedom 1570, look, you, I took you to, to Ellen's prison cell. Uh, I took you uh, to Mumbai, India. And mm-hmm. now, uh, later, we're going to go to Ireland. But now, we're going to Michigan. And we're going to welcome my good friend, a graduate of ours, uh, Jamie. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Good afternoon, How you doing, my friend. How are you doing? I am doing awesome. Jamie, uh, when did you go through Leadership Awakening? Uh, class 158. What year was that? Uh, ooh, it has to be 2016. 20, yeah, okay. about 2016. Okay, about, so about four and a half years ago, roughly. And uh, how, how has your life changed since then? Uh, dramatically. Uh, I lived in fear for a better part of my life from not only fearing myself, but fear, fearing of others. And uh, that's how I, I it, it was scary just to be human. Yeah. Yep. And you and you would self-medicate like every single human being self-medicates. And in the process, you, you, you got some addictions like a lot of us get. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I want to have you on the show because – you know, we all have different lives. You know, I was in the Word of God today, and the Bible tells us to pick up our cross daily. Uh, and uh, uh, and we all got different crosses. Uh, and God loves us no matter what the cross we carry, but it's different. And most of the time, most of the time, not all the time, most of the time I like my cross. But sometimes I wish I had someone else's. But So your, your cross, you, you have a unique thing. I mean, you're a, uh, a single guy. Uh, you're in a, a recovery program. Uh, you're uh, in the oil and gas business. Uh, and uh, you also have kids that you support through college. And boy, this change in system, this coronavirus, this pandemic, has hit you at all levels, correct? Yes, sir, it has. Yes, sir, it has. And uh, let's talk about the first one, work. So how's it affected your work life? Well, the challenges that we face every day is that, you know, with the CDC putting out their information of the six-foot rule and, and uh, all the PPE requirements that go along with it, we we have challenges with that. Uh, some people work close in proximity, so we had to change up some stuff. It adds stress to uh, senior leadership and myself and uh, try to be effective and mindful of uh, other folks that are out there and their health. It, it yeah. it's extremely uh, important for their health. And you're working in an environment that the oil and gas industry has been hit. I mean, the gas prices or oil prices, I should say, are plummeting because the uh, the battle between Saudi Arabia and Russia, and now we're an oil-producing country. Texas is huge. Texas is paying a price. You're in a field that has to be feeling the repercussions of the massive drop in the, the price of oil, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think we all are. Um, you know, those folks that you mentioned, China, uh, they're a co- consumer of it. But uh, Russia and Saudi, um, yeah, with the United States of America and uh, Canada, great oil producing uh, countries. Um, there's more to it than meets the eye. Let's put yeah, it of course. that way. 
There always is, yeah. We, we only see the surface stuff, and people like you know what's more going on. So that's number one. Huge stresses on your job. You're, uh, you're in a field that uh, if you could choose Wave a Magic Wand, you'd be doing something different. I know. You, you, you have a heart for people. You have a heart for helping. You've been a blessing to me. You talk about all the times that I've helped you, but... Uh, you know, I send you a daily text, you know, wayofwarrior.blog. Every day I, I give you a little word from God that is inspiring to you, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Amen. it opens my eyes every day with the healing heart that I hold. Amen. Amen. And so not only got all this stuff going on, uh, you've been a blessing to me. I want you to know that you've supported other people going. You actually, he was the one actually gave us money uh, to pay a company to actually that wound up getting us our 501c3. And so I want to publicly, Jamie, thank you for that gift uh, that you opened a door for us. Uh, that who knows how God's going to use it, but it's going to be big. And so I want to publicly thank you for your generosity. Okay, my friend? Yeah, my friend. Thank you, sir. That was You're the anonymous welcome. part. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't worry about that. I just want you know. I'm pleased to to let people know. Number two, boy, you got a son. You're you're sending your son to college. He's across the country. Share what's going on with that. Well, about two weeks ago, they finally made a decision with uh, uh, doing classes online, which probably all colleges probably will go to that here shortly and have uh, most of their classes. But uh, it worked out. Um, they made a decision out there on campus that nobody could be on or in uh, housing that they furnished. So he had to make a decision. He uh, did a grown-up thing. I couldn't fly at that time. So he had to travel across North America back into the Minnesota region um, to live with family because I had sold our, our, uh, our family home because I was going to work uh, st- uh, strategically out on the road mostly uh, in the Michigan area. And uh, it put a lot of stress on me because, uh, you know, that is, that is the young man and my son um, that uh, changed my whole world. I had to come to a turning point in my life to uh, either be a father or be a user of uh, chemical dependency uh, in order to make it through my days. Yep. It sounds like a little bit like Enoch. You know, yesterday's thing, you know, when yeah. Enoch had Methuselah, you know, he, he says he was 65 years old, then he had Methuselah, and then he walked with God. So yeah. you had a Enoch experience, huh? <laughs> yes, sir, I did. <laughs> Which brings us to the third thing, because you talk about all this stress, all this pressure. I know your heart. I know you want to be there. I know you want to provide for your kids. And the selling your home, your family home, because you had to go on the road for something you'd rather not do. But again, because you put other people before you, now this has really affected your recovery program because you're part of AA or NAA. I'm not sure which one it is, but tell us how it's affected your recovery program. Well, once they close the doors, uh, I, I go as much as possible. I put a lot of effort into that because I put a lot of effort into uh soothing myself and not uh, being within my own person. And uh, I I give back, and that was a place that I got to do that. Uh, Unfortunately, with the doors closed, yes, I have the tools, and uh, I reach out to many a folk out there um, within my community, but it is that face-to-face, that that young person, older person that just quit drinking that – uh, and for me, that changes my inspiration daily. And um, you cannot, you cannot get that over video, and you cannot get that over uh, a phone conversation. Um, you need that human interaction, that feeling that uh, you know we don't regret our past, and uh, we got to move forward with uh, our forward thinking. I only have this 24 hours, and that's what I embrace the most. Well, I want you to know, when we talked the other day, you shared, because we can get so in our own little systems, you know, our own like a little solar system. You know, one thing, I, I've raised four kids now. Actually, my fourth one's only five, so I'm raising him. But one thing I attempt to do early on in my kids' life is teach them that the world does not evolve around them, that they are not here to be served, but to serve. And when I hear you get choked up talking about connecting with people, supporting people, and helping people, uh, man, it just makes, I wanted other people to hear that, you know, there's other people going through different stuff. That we all have different crosses, different situations. And, and man, you are such a good man, and you have such a good heart. Uh, and, man, I know the change that I've seen in you since you and I met 
Yes, I just want you to know, I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm honored to call you friend, uh, honored that God has put us together to walk together. Uh, and I want you to know, anything I can do for you, my friend, like you've done for me, uh, I want you to know, please, uh, I'm always there for you, okay? Yes, yes, Mr. Black. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. And God bless you. You have a great day. Thanks for joining us, my friend, okay? Yes, sir. Have a great day. All right. You have a great day, too. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we get so wrapped up in our own little system, our own little solar system, that we get wrapped up and think it's all about us. That's what Richard was talking about from Mumbai, India. We get so wrapped up in our stuff. This is, these are my rights. Uh, this is my home. Uh, this is my pleasure. This is my this. This is my that. This is my that. And you know what? We've got to get our eyes off ourselves because rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. We are conduits. We are pass-through agents. We have been blessed to be a blessing to other people. We have been gifted to share those gifts with other people. Some of you have a lot of money in the bank account, and you're standing next to people who have nothing. Some of you have a job still, uh, and you're standing people who aren't allowed to work. So we need to get our eyes off ourselves. Look up, because uh, the salvation is at hand. And remember, other people have their own crosses to carry. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. You know the thing. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include freedom1570.com, our free app, and radio.com. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Dreesline, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Columbia, South Carolina, May 28th through the 30th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty hosts of heaven sing. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. 
If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Amen. Turn your radio on specifically Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time, right here on AM 1570 for radio that's inspirational, educational, applicational. Radio like it matters. And since we're talking about what really matters, let's be honest. Let's go to the most important subset that there is. So we've been talking about systems and sets. And so I want to share with you the most important set that there is. See, if you take a picture called life, your life, my life, whatever it is, call it existence, call it everyone, and, and draw a big circle around it and say, my existence, my life. Now, if this world is all you have and you don't believe that there's anything after this world, then in that circle just write this world and then put big A-L-L, all. Why does that matter? Because if you think this is your only shot, if you think this is the major leagues, if you think that this is where it all ends, then you're going to treat things differently. That's why I talk all the time about Dr. Robert uh, Diltz and his neurological levels. You know, in uh, neurological levels in 1989, 1990, 93, 2000, 2003, were all at five levels. They were who who I am, identity. They were my belief system, values and meanings. They were my capabilities, strategies and states. They were what I do or have done, specific behaviors. And then they were my environment, external context. Those were the five levels for the longest time. Environment, behavior, capabilities, belief system, identity. And it stopped there. But here's the problem. It was something Albert Einstein brought up. Listen carefully. A problem cannot be solved at the same level it's created at. And until I met the logical levels, I never understood that. But those people Robert Diltz did in his work, that paralleling, uh, paralleling uh, Bateson's work in the ecology of mind. And he said there has to be something above man. And so they put something called spirit. And by spirit, they didn't mean God because they don't believe in God because NLP is all about quantification. How do you do things? And so they said there has to be something above you. Why does this matter? Because if it all stops with you, then how are you going to deal with problems that you have with yourself? There's nothing above you. But for me, I have this set called existence, my existence. And inside of that is called this world. But outside that, the bigger bigger set is called eternity. And I look at things different. This is the minor leagues. This is AAA. Get me ready for the big leagues. And so I want to take you in our last segment to Ireland. And I want you to hear an incredible, incredible story uh, from a man. Uh, It's called the Ark Church in Belfast, uh, Ireland. Go ahead and play the clip, please. I just wanted to give you a bit of a testimony, a short testimony, from uh, a time that I had in the hospital. But I remember in one of the nights... There was two nights particularly in the hospital when I honestly didn't know whether I would make it or not. I was under incredible pressure and I thought I was moments away from ending up on a ventilator and the nurses and the doctors had hit me with all sorts of things and uh, got trips up and, and all that they needed to do. But I remember those nights particularly <clears throat> really crying out to the Lord and, and asking him to help me and asking him to somehow encourage my heart, somehow strengthen me, even supernaturally just do something that would encourage me and bring me through. And remember the next day, I think it was the Monday or the Tuesday, and uh, I had a night from hell. <laughs> and that day, and that morning, when no one else, and you got to understand this in, in the isolation ward, when no one else can get in, when no one else, no pastor, no friend, no family members, When no one else was allowed in, God sent a cleaner. 
And all of a sudden this cleaner had come in. And there had been cleaners in before this. But this cleaner had come in. And he was like a ray of sunshine. And he began to chat to me. And he asked me how I was. And he began to talk to me and say to me <clears throat> about about hanging in there. And then we got chatting and we got talking and he and he turned around and he, and, and he said to me that he was a missionary in Nigeria for 14 years. And he began to tell me how God had saved many, many souls through his ministry and how God had used him over the years to reach people. And here he is, now a cleaner, and he's encouraging my heart. And he's telling me about souls and about the love of Jesus and the love of God. And I'm just sitting going, wow. And the soul was encouraged as I listened to him talk about how Jesus had used his life to rescue the souls of men and how he had travelled. And then just this last couple of years, he had found himself back home in Northern Ireland. And, and folks, when God... When God needs to reach you, he knows exactly who is the right person. And in that moment of time, it was a cleaner. When no one else could get in, God sent a cleaner. You know what was incredible? He left that den and he says this as he stood at the door. He says, son, can I pray for you? I says, absolutely. And as he began to pray at the door, he couldn't touch me. <clears throat> as he began to pray at the door, he began to ask God the Holy Ghost to visit me. He began to ask God to heal my body and touch my lungs. He stood at that doorway and he pleaded with God Almighty to spare my life and to continue to use me. And then he left. And what was incredible was that after he left, <clears throat> he periodically would walk past my window and give me a thumbs up. And then that night, I remember, I started to turn around. Could it have been the prayer of a cleaner? I don't know. The Bible talks about a, ferv a righteous man of feeling in prayer. That night I began to desire a packet of prawn cocktail crisps, Tato. And I asked the Lord, because no one could get to me. And I says, Lord, is it possible that you could get me a packet of prawn cocktail crisps and a tin of Coke? Because that night I began to turn. And as I, that night, lay and just asked that question, I says, Lord, I'd love a packet of prawn cocktail. The next day, the next morning, the cleaner came. And he brought in a bag. And in that bag was two oranges, ten of Coke, and a packet of prawn cocktail crisps. Tito, don't tell me that God doesn't know God knows our every need. He knows every desire. And he just passed the bag through the door. He, he couldn't come in. And he just says, it's a gift from the Lord. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Folks, never underestimate where God can use your life. Never underestimate what God can do with you. I thank God and I'm finished. I thank God. He can use anybody.
no matter their title, no matter their position in society, God can use anybody to reach his people. You know the thing. interest rates and only making minimum payments the credit card companies love keeping you on their treadmill going faster and faster and getting nowhere it's time to call national debt relief if you have ten thousand dollars or more in credit card debt consolidation loans medical bills or collection accounts national debt relief may be able to resolve your debt for a fraction of what you owe with no need for bankruptcy or a consolidation loan National Debt Relief has resolved more than $3 billion of debt and has helped over 100,000 clients get off the credit card treadmill. Get off the credit card treadmill and get on the road to financial freedom. Call the company ranked number one for debt resolution and rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, National Debt Relief. For your free no-obligation evaluation, call today, 800-990-4711, 800-990-4711, 800 